All right, pretend there's fucking music playing. I can't get the fucking music to play. But this, for the 174th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. Uh, after a two-week hiatus, we are back. Not Joe and the boys. Um, the audio quality should be significantly better because I'm not using uh, dial-up fucking internet or um, my AirPods. I have my proper mic and and a proper internet connection, and it's not going to take me two hours to fucking upload this thing. So, um, anyways, boys, how are we? Hey, hello. I'm, I'm still feisty from telling you guys the yeah. stories about, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm like kind of reliving some PTSD from the last month. I'm not going to lie. So, uh, what's, what's the lie? Hey, Eric, good to see you. <laughs> Carl. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, Carl. It's um, good to be back, man. I felt like a felt like a crack. Yeah, I needed to hit. There, there was, was like, a void. To, in, there was a void in my life. I need to uh, talk some shit about some football some, players. Some shit. Yeah, there's so much shit to talk about too. Any anytime you take a break from stuff like this, like I was like, it's almost like taking a break from working out. It's like it's like extra work. You just gotta be like, okay, we're we're doing it tonight. Diet starts Monday. We're we're coming back. <laughs> um my best fantasy football team name by the way diet starts monday <laughs> nice um anyway uh yeah i needed it man i was i got to the point where i was talking to like 10 year old kids about the super bowl at the skate park and they're like what the fuck is the super bowl <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah i needed this so i'm glad we're, we're i'm glad we're here i miss you guys You're like, dude i looked up super bowl on youtube and it's just like uh it's a bunch of animated things in a fucking toilet. It's really fucking weird. I don't know. What oh, the you're fuck. talking. You're talking about the one with the puppies, right? Yeah, yeah the yeah. puppy bowl. Yeah. Um, no, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. It's just YouTube kids, man. Come on, man. They don't. World. They don't watch football. That was the wildest thing. I was at a work a, a few years back. I was at a, a work thing. This was when I knew that, like, our ge- the next generation was completely fucked. But I was I was at a work thing. Um, it was a real estate function and, uh, I'm doing an open house at somebody else's house and they're there, the family's there and all this shit. And, uh, dad's off doing his fucking thing, but it's Sunday and I'm watching Niners Cowboys, um, in there on my laptop in their kitchen because nobody's coming to this fucking open house and there's football on multiple channels and his fuck off kids are watching other kids jump on a trampoline on YouTube. I'm like, yeah. is this what's fucking happening? And now I'd like see it with my own kids. I'm like, you're just watching. Is this interesting? Like you're just watching the fucking baby. The, the five-year-old is like looking at me like dad, dad, we could do this. And I'm like, no, we couldn't. I am not editing Look at this. They've got lasers coming out of their eyes. I'm not doing that for you. You know how much time it would take me to learn this? For No, there's no fucking way. You're not going to be a YouTube kid. Not because I wouldn't like the money. I don't have the expertise or the time or the follow-through to do it. I'd have already done it for myself anyways. Fucking YouTube kids. Yeah. <clears throat> brought by, by Nacho Flacco brought to you by YouTube. Hey. <laughs> YouTube. Check's notes new sponsor. Check check us out at uh, youtube.com slash nacho flacco. <laughs> um okay, I'm just gonna start. I, I I'm just gonna start. I I think this is 
I think this is the only Super Bowl that Joe Burrow ever plays in. Yeah, you come out like that, huh? I'm just fucking I'm 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 angry. It's been two weeks since I fucking talked football with anybody. Um, and I'm just gonna say it. Joe Burrow is on this is will be the only Super Bowl he ever plays in. I'm fine with that. This Super Bowl sucks. Fuck both these teams. <laughs> well, I mean, so the so the Cincinnati train is coming gone then for you, Doug. Well, I mean, they're in the division. I'd like to root against them, but there's no way I could ever root for, oh, you know, cuck boy, OBJ. <coughs> so I got to root for the fucking Bungles in the Super Bowl. That's where I'm yeah. at, and I don't like it. I like it. It's a I'll great like underdog it. story, man. It's a great underdog story. I don't know. I I beg to differ, not Joe. I think. Uh, I think I'll make it make it back a time or two. I don't think it's like a you know, the hangover one way or another is gonna be tough for them. Um, but it's a young team, right? Young teams tend to do this. They kind of go further than they just they don't know any better. Um they're you know, the minds don't get ahead of the the pressure doesn't get to them as much. Yeah, uh, it's not like it's not like they're uh they're tired from playing a bunch of postseason games the last couple of years. Right. Like there's only one guy on the entire team that's got Super Bowl experience. No, but I mean like Marino only played in one Super Bowl. Steve Young only played in one Super Bowl. Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, they only played in one Super Bowl. Like it's not out of the realm of possibility for Joe Burrow to be a fantastic fucking quarterback. Um Sure. And, yeah, that's not, that's not speaking against his ability. It's just more right. about And and then you factor in the fact that uh, the AFC is absolutely fucking loaded with great quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and he's he's got a fucking minefield every year of, you know, his own division, which is always fucking tough. Um, plus uh, Josh Allen, plus jo- uh, Justin Herbert, plus uh, Mahomes. And did I say Josh Allen already? Yep. Am I yep. forgetting anybody? And even just teams like the fucking Titans, who are just going to probably be good for a while because, you know, they, they're they a good, well-coached team. It's like the AFC is just a fucking gauntlet. And um, and also the Bengals are a just atrocious, historically have just been an atrocious franchise for all sorts of reasons, but not the least of which is they're fucking cheap. Like one of the ways around the salary cap is to pay big signing bonus money. That's not really Mike Brown's fucking thing. Like he's one of those owners, like uh, uh, fucking uh, dickhead, like literally dickhead, Mark Davis. Um, <laughs> that um, his his entire wealth is tied up in the football team. So, like if he doesn't have seventy million dollars laying around to fucking pay out in signing bonuses then they don't pay those signing bonuses. Um, and that's a, and, and they've only got six fucking scouts. I knew they had like a small scouting staff. They have six. Like pro and, and each, each of the scouts gets like a region and they do pro and college. Wow. Jesus. And like Albert Breer, who I think is, he writes for <laughs> Sports Illustrated. He wrote this like glowing article about them. Like there's some kind of fucking like, like it's Robin Hood and fucking his band of merry men. They're like out there and like 
everything they're doing is it's so great that they've got such a small crew because everybody fucking knows each other and this and that and the other thing and i'm like these poor bastards are being worked to the bone um and there's no way they can fucking sustain this like mike brown's never gonna spring for he's never gonna be a franchise that is like a destination for players to go to he's gonna be cheap um and yeah i mean between that the quarterbacks the fact that they're not gonna have a what, what what's their they're gonna have a first place they won the division right so they're gonna have a first place schedule next year not a fourth place schedule um like they had last year like this is very likely very likely joe burrow's only super uh super bowl appearance same yeah. with stafford when you put it that way um and like it's it sounds like you know salty and and like i'm being a hater and stuff and it's like i really that'd be great if joe burrow made multiple fucking super bowls he's super interesting and i think he's a fucking badass well what happens when andy reed retires and kelsey and tyree kill age out for mahomes well nobody's hiring eric b so i think (laughs) eric b probably getting that job and justin herbert's on the chargers we know what chargers do they charge her Yep. Right, but it's it's the having to get through all of them. It's it's not like it's all Justin Herbert could never win a fucking Super Bowl and still knock Burrow out three times in the next fifteen years. I mean, even within the division, though, you're talking about a Browns team that underperformed and a Ravens team that severely underperformed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. T- I mean, I mean, yeah. Tough they're kind of Johnny. Tough, they're kind of Johnny on the spot as far as it goes. Like the they put Steelers, themselves in a good spot to win by winning games that they, they shouldn't have won, but they're taking advantage of a situation. But, dude, what yeah. if the Bengals hit on two offensive linemen next year? That offense is set for the next five to six years. That's the, that's the other side of that coin is that they're young, right? And so you'll have the opportunity. The window is uh, is much bigger. Uh, but to your point, Nacho, that those guys are going to have to get paid eventually, and, and so that window is relatively small. Right? Would you have three three years? Yeah, I mean, you've got oh, it becomes. I mean, and listen, Carson Wentz wanted out of fucking Cincinnati for a reason, right? Like he didn't. Did I say Carson Wentz? Carson Palmer. Yes. Carson yeah. Palmer wanted out of Cincinnati for a reason. Heisman winning quarterback, war number nine. Um, I mean, even if you were to say like, "Hey, I think this is the only Super Bowl Joe Burrow." This is almost certainly the only Super Bowl Joe Burrow plays in with the Bengals. Like, there's a really good chance Joe Burrow doesn't finish his career with the Bengals. I'm not trying to shit on fucking just Cincinnati fans or anybody fucking. I I really hope you fucking. But windows are fucking small. Yeah. Tiny. Yeah. People thought that shit. I thought I thought Harbaugh was going to win multiple fucking Super Bowls. That did not happen. Right. Yeah, it takes it takes a lot to be to be on top for a while. Like, dude, it is so fucking hard to do. Yeah, um, it's not just personnel. But like, yeah, I mean, Andy Reid. But here's the thing: Andy Reid's not going to retire. He doesn't want to fucking go home and see that family. <laughs> like, he he can his son can call and collect from prison. Like, that's fine. Um, well, he could always drive to see them. I don't necessarily think they should be driving to see him, but. Sure, right? <laughs> well, I mean, like, the, he's 
you know, he's Andy's used to talking to people like he holds the play sheet up in front of him. It's almost like plexiglass. Um, <laughs> so he's used to that. But like, um, yeah, I mean, Andy might not. How old is he? He's mid to late 60s. Uh, he might be older than that. <clears throat> Probably younger than you think. Is he? Let's take a look. When the I see, here's the thing: when the fucking Chiefs were up, he's big, sixty-three years high. old. Yeah, younger than you think. Yeah, yeah, he's he's seven years behind Pete Carroll. So, um, but I mean, I I I texted you guys. I was like, I think the only thing that's going to stop the Chiefs is cholesterol. Like it's that a factor. Is, that's that's gonna be. I mean, but look at. That man's not, not fucking retiring to go fucking not every peloton. Not every sixty three is the same, <laughs> right? That's an old sixty three. That's a that's a fried food sixty three. Yeah, you know Pete Carroll's out there fucking doing yoga and fucking jumping jacks every day. That is not fucking Andy Reid's routine. No, he's out there sniffing Lipitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just crush a Lipitor and snort it? <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, we can't be. Oh, it's Lipitor. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just do a Lipitor off that bathroom seat? That is fucking. <laughs> We're at uh, Joe's House of Ribs. You don't even. This, this is we're not even a bar. Yeah, you'll you'll see the. You'll see the Cowboys of the 90s doing coke with strippers and playmates and penthouse models or whatever. Andy Reid's sitting there doing Lipitor with, you know, <laughs> Ronald McDonald and the Hamburglar. Oh, man. So, I mean, like, Andy Reid's age is a factor. But, again, no, apparently just nobody wants to hire Eric Bieniemy, So, he'll probably, I mean, his contract is up with the Chiefs and maybe he could go, you know, if he wants to kind of get out from under Andy Reed's formidable shadow um, that uh, maybe he, he takes a job somewhere else, but um, yeah. Um, it's, it's AFC is going to be fucking tough. It's just going to be tough. True. So, um, but just as tough for those other quarterbacks for his Joe Burrow. I don't do Joe Burrow. <clears throat> his confidence, his swagger is ridiculous. It really is, and it's not. It, and it's like a, it's a, it's good. Yeah, you don't. You, it's it's not unlikable. It's not like this cock yeah. it, right? It's like it's light. Let him win two fucking Super Bowls and then see how much everybody fucking still likes it. Yeah, they won't uh, at all. They, I don't want that they, at all. They're like I'm, like I said. <laughs> Well, see, Doug, you, 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 and I are in because there's nothing better than a team from your own division losing a Super Bowl because right. they've got the Super Bowl hangover. They don't get any of the. They went through all of the trials and tribulations. They get none of the fucking glory. Maybe you know they don't even fucking score a touchdown. Maybe they give up a ten point lead in the fourth quarter. Who knows, right? Um, but uh, to go through all that and then not get the ring is crushing and it crushes everybody basically except for tom brady um oh that's another thing i didn't even have on the fucking agenda tom brady retired um 
Who? The uh, uh, Michigan, old Michigan quarterback. Oh yeah, lost another name in his first start. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> there, there we go. Um, <laughs> so the... <laughs> Doug, miss you. <laughs> the um, fucking Doug. The uh, so yeah, so uh, it's but yeah, but you, if you were to root against the your division rival, you're stuck rooting for OBJ, right? Which is worse? Yeah, I'm not doing that. I I thought it was so adorable Jarvis Landry showing up for media day to talk to OBJ. That was just they're just so cute together, right? Oh yeah, we're such good buds. Hey, he quit on the team and sabotaged our sabotaged our quarterback, but we're buddies. Um, loser, he can go too. I'm over Jarvis. You who Jarvis? Yeah, he can go. He's old. It's, it's and injured wild. and small. I'm sick of these small receivers. I want some big receivers. <laughs> it is wild how positive. Like the the only stuff you see about OBJ from other players is that he's just like he's the best. Why? How couldn't you love him? But like right. his last two fan bases are like, oh god, this fucking guy. Yeah. I feel like they just they're just afraid of him because if they say anything bad, he'll freak he'll just freak out and throw a temper tantrum. So just gotta keep him happy. Oh, he's great. I mean, the fact that he's playing well, played so bad for the Browns just proves my point that he was tanking and never wanted to be in Cleveland. So fuck that guy, die a terrible death. <laughs> the um Joe Bengals, I guess. <laughs> Go Bengals, I guess. The um, let's see what else is what else do I have here? Um, Matt Stafford, he of the one Pro Bowl. <laughs> CBS put a graphic up of like all the guys that have more Pro Bowls than him, um, that are like active quarterbacks. All the guys that have the same amount of Pro Bowls as him, like I think Tyrod Taylor has multiple Pro Bowls. Trubisky's got one. Um, it's it's a it's an inglorious list, but Stafford somehow only has like he's in the top twenty all time, I think, for passing yards. But he's only got one fucking Pro Bowl. Is he a is? See, I I made I I at least tried making the case, and Doug, you you DM me, but this Super Bowl is kind. If if this is his only Super Bowl. This may be his entire Hall of Fame fucking chance, like right now on Sunday. Yeah, he has to win it to be. I gotta think so. Yeah, like he'll get to the fewest Pro Bowls, other than the fewest Pro Bowlers. uh, Sorry, the Hall of Fame with the fewest Pro Bowls is four. That's the fewest amount of quarterback Pro Bowls that has been elected. Um, He's at one. I could see him, especially with like the loose fucking Pro Bowl bullshit these days. I could see him getting to four, no problem, over the next seven, eight years. Um, Stafford? Yeah. He you, think can make gonna play, you think he's playing that much longer? What is he, 33? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like 40 is kind of the cutoff now, right? 
I mean, yeah, for a for a select few. Yeah, I mean, he's you know. They are they are lasting longer now that they're not allowed to get hit. He's he thirty four years old. He just turned thirty four today. Today's his birthday. Aw, and I missed it. Asshole. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, he's so he would have to between say between now and thirty eight, he would have to make another three or four Pro Bowls just to get to four or five. Um. And I mean, if he can put an MVP season in there, but like, you don't win a lot of MVPs. Like, you gotta be one of the greats to win MVPs in your like your mid to late thirties. Yeah. Um, so no all pros, obviously, right? No all pros, no first one team all pros, no MVP, no uh, no championships. The only other guy that's made the Hall of Fame with no rings and no first team all pros is Warren Moon. Um. Who was? I was going through some of the. Somebody asked me. This is completely off topic. Somebody asked me how John Elway doesn't have an All Pro for a first team All Pro, but he does have an MVP. And I'm like, wow, that doesn't make any sense. And it was 1987. Ooh. Um. Uh. And. He had like a top five offense, but the only other Pro Bowler on the the Broncos offense was a was like the left guard or some shit. But what happened was Jerry Rice caught twenty two fucking touchdown passes in twelve games that season. Jerry Rice was the second highest vote getter, um, with like I don't know whatever. He was the second highest vote getter. Montana was third. Montana was the one. Montana had thirty one touchdowns. Elway had nineteen. Montana had like eight interceptions. Elway had like 12, like Montana had the better year. Um, but uh, Rice and Montana split the MVP vote and Elway slid in. Uh, and, and that's how he won his MVP. Ugh, so. disgusting. Um, anyway, so there's, um, anyway, it's, he's got it. He's got a tough road, but like if he wins this ring, he's a hall of famer. Um, and if he doesn't, I think he's got a very difficult path because he's, yes. he's at the back end of his career, but it was, yeah, split. Would... It was like basically 50, 50 on like people calling him a hall of famer, like right now. Yeah. Obviously the Super Bowl. I see, you know, if he wins the Super Bowl, that's a big feather in the cap. So that's, that'll get the conversation started. But if he loses, I'm, I'm saying no. Which is going to be wild because he will be top seven in like a lot of the counting categories. Yeah, like and yards, yards and touchdowns and shit like that. Yeah. Um, we'll get to we'll get to I I, I pulled some other number for him when we get to later to talking about the coaches, but um, who do you guys like? Who do you I, I who do you guys think wins? Who's your pick? Right now. Bengals. What do you want to happen? What do you think will happen? Bengals. Think the Bengals win? Yep. Um, Ride it. I guess, I mean, I'm probably, again, don't like Odell Beckham, so. It's usually like whatever the, you know, what's the worst thing for the Browns is for OBJ to win. So the the Rams are going to (laughs) win. So that's my logic. I'm rooting for the Bengals, but the Rams will win because God hates the Browns. 
I'm I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the Bengals, obviously, because your uh, division rival losing the Super Bowl is <laughs> second best way for the season to end. Um. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't love the Aaron Donald seems differently motivated this time around. Like it. Um. He he seems like you like he could be a he could be the problem. And if like if Zach Taylor like numbnuts, you know, uh, Burrow was on his flat on his ass like x number of times with uh what, nine times against the fucking titans and like zach taylor was still calling fucking passes down the field i'm not sure that zach taylor's gonna i mean like really fucking like shine here in the super bowl um so we'll see yeah it's, I, cra- I, it's crazy gonna- that he's even there What's the worst thing that could happen for the Niners? The Rams win the Super Bowl. So what's going to happen? The Rams will win the Super Bowl. Exactly. So. <laughs> Doug, we're both fucked. Fuck this um, stupid game. Okay. Well, that's sad. On that terrible disappointment. Ooh. Quick tangent. Trevor, have you watched the new uh, Grand Tour? No, I haven't. Not yet. Solid. It always is. It's 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 solid. I'm, I, I might like. Is. I might watch it again. I know um, I'm gonna enjoy. I'm not gonna look back and be like, I wish I had that two hours. Those two hours back. The best part for me is like I always fall asleep because they've always got those like lulls in them. I always put it on at like eleven o'clock at night, and I'll always end up falling asleep about twenty minutes into it because they've they've they're driving through pastoral fucking France and shit like that, and it's like, oh, that's soothing as shit. I'm just gonna forget about the last month of my life and go to sleep. Um, and uh, and then I get to watch it all over again the next day. And so, it, like, it takes me sometimes a week to get through them. But, uh, yeah, I just sit there fucking giggling the entire time. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If you need something to watch, Reacher just came out on Amazon Prime. He I heard I heard not great. Or read not great. You heard wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I watched the whole thing in a day. <laughs> all right. You know what I got sucked in? I got sucked into fucking euphoria. I watched one episode and I was like, okay, I'm gonna come back to watch this. And the wife is like, those shows scare me. And I'm like, we have boys. We're fine. Like, I think we're fine. We're probably fine. Sure. Anyway, I'm gonna watch it. It's good. Yeah, was it season yeah, two? Good. Yeah, it's good. Season two, yeah. Yeah. I got I got some catching up to do, but like that's all my fucking Twitter feed is just Euphoria this and Euphoria that, and I'm like, and of course, all these people. 1883 is fucking amazing. Yeah, the I'm prequel to too. the prequel to Yellowstone. Do you, do you do you have needed to watch Yellowstone to understand 1883, or is it just like no, fucking no, being no, it's, it's just like two generations prior kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um, speaking of um, shooting things, do we need to take the pro ball out back and just fucking put it out of its misery at this Absolutely. point? Absolutely. Oh, it's misery. It's like, it's so it's ridiculous. Like, this is what, you know, it's a product of the game changing, right? And, and, and the, you know, player safety is important. But, you know, that being, that being a primary goal, you lose, you know, what a lot of us, you know, watch the sport for. 
which is violence. And, you know, that's the, that's the fantasy of pro bowl teams or all-star teams, right. Is, is watching the best go at it and compete against each other. And that just doesn't, that's just not happening. It's not, it's, it's not what it's supposed to be. So they, they need to do something about that. They just need to stop it. Yeah, it's dumb. I like. I, I mean, I, I like the the activities, but the game itself is stupid. But the activities were whack too. Like they need to have better. Like I, th- I thought, dodgeball was pretty good. Um, dodgeball is perfect for that shit. Yeah, it, like the, it, that best catch thing was stupid. Best catch is terrible. Like you're trying to come up with fucking dunk contest shit type shit yeah. instead of just fucking making it a dunk contest. Yeah, exactly. Just do a dunk contest. Like you wouldn't get every fucking guy in the and make it a nine foot rim for the fucking big guys. You have like an offensive lineman dunk contest. They can dunk on ten. They don't need no nine foot fucking okay, hoops. They're, they're six five. Right. But like let's let's do the dunk contest. I would rather see a rock and jock fucking like basketball game with the fucking off with the with the offensive lineman than watch any of the Pro Bowl. One of the I'm like watching the clips and I'm like, oh, this must be a blown play. Cause it looks like nobody got tackled. Yeah. They weren't tackling. It was two hand touch. Yeah. That was appalling. Yeah, they gotta shut it down. And you can't even get mad at these guys. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, who, you know, these guys are a month away right. from free agency. Some of them are a month away from free agency. What are they going to yeah. get hurt? And they're Fuck and they're that. a month away from playing. They've been recovering for the you know their body, body's been recovering for the last month for most of them. So it's like, oh man, I got to get back out here and do this again. And then, dude, if you don't want to hit somebody in the Pro Bowl, just go out and find somebody after the game. So you right. can hit them. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's just what happens when you don't let football players hit each other. They find someone else to hit. Yeah, if you you play two hand touch with me on the football field, I play two hand touch with you in a fucking outside of an elevator in the fucking in a casino. Yeah. So so who's stoked that the that Las Vegas has a football team? <laughs> well, considering that the fucking oh, there's something else I fucking like. the next item on the thing is all the the Brian Flores coaching hires, all this other shit. I left out the fact that like part of the Flores allocation is that the fucking, he was paid to lose games and the NFL is, has a team in Vegas and is like aligning itself with fucking casinos right now. Right. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. There's problems there. But yeah, what the fuck? Who could have seen this coming? Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. And even, yeah, and and not even the gambling end of it, but, but just players who, these guys who have a hard time controlling themselves off the field. Um, especially partying and doing shit like that in fucking Vegas. There's nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean, the NBA had a fucking shit show of a fucking all-star game one year in Vegas. And they haven't been back. Um, They don't know how to fucking behave (laughs) themselves. Well, also, the Pro Bowl is a postseason thing. These guys aren't in season, so it's like... All right, so you're telling me the season's over and you're sending me to Vegas? Uh, Deal. What are you, dumb? Right. Um, no, it's, it is, it is going to be one of those things that the NFL really regrets over the next like five years for sure. Um, I don't know, but maybe, and, but Josh McDaniels doesn't exactly seem like the kind of guy who's, I mean, he's going to have to be really good, like fucking on the Belichick side of the spectrum in terms of like actually being able to pick the players that aren't going to get bothered by shit like that. Um, that don't have a fucking, you know, a nightlife itch to scratch because John Gruden was bad at it. I'll tell you that fucking much. So dude, how many balls is Hunter Renfro going to catch under Josh McDaniels? Seriously. Um, oh, okay. So are there any good ideas? So I've got, the only idea I could come up with for fixing the Pro Bowl was that what if it was just the entire game was just college football overtime rules? And that was it. Well, you started like the 25. Yeah, that, that that would be cool. Just chop out the entire fucking you know middle of the field and it's sure. just college football overtime rules. And you do that for like, you know, you you play to 100 or some shit, you know? Something like that. You played a 60 or some shit, you know? Um, or just, like, take the pads off and make a flag football. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it's I, You can't play a game of football with pads on without hitting each other. You just can't do it. And nobody cares. Nobody wants to watch that game. Right. I mean, the three of us can, and we have, but nobody actually fucking, you know, nope, two nobody... in, no billion-dollar TV contract to watch us go throw the fucking football around. Right, even on Halloween on a basketball court in San Francisco. <laughs> um, is that still is that still uh, floating around? That video? Yeah. yeah, it's still on YouTube. That's great. Um, uh, yeah, I, it's just it's 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 awful. I mean, look no, at like there, there the, isn't the, a single good solution. The There's NHL just yeah. had, quietly had their All Star game, and and their skills competition, in my in my opinion, is the best one. I'd say other than the home run derby and the dunk contest, right? The NHL does fastest, uh, hardest shot, most accurate shot. Like they do all the stuff like that, but they it's not as like gamified as it is with with football. If that makes sense, like everybody's in pads, everybody's still on the ice. <clears throat> um, right, and but it that translates better for for hockey though because like you've got. It's like this, you've got this small confined area that you can do these things in, right? And it's like, sure. Like, anytime you watch the old, like, 
even even if you do the longest throw contest, like which they've done in the past, which they need to bring back on one hundred percent. Yep. Um, but like you still need eighty yards to do that, right? Like you need a football field to actually fucking pull that shit off. Like when they're doing the accuracy contest, like you need you know it's like a sixty yard wide field. You need forty yards of of between there and the fucking goalpost, like. It's yeah. a big area. It's just it doesn't you the the best thing about the dunk contest is like everything is so fucking close to the to the court. Yeah. And there's like real energy in the stadium. There's no energy for a fucking longest fucking throw contest. But they, right? there could be. I mean, but I I think there could be. I think if they made the skills competition a little more serious cuz right now it's as goofy as shit. And there was it, like 70 people in the stands. Ex- that exactly. Like you just, it's, it's not because it's anything to do with football stops being football, right? Like the dunk contest is still like kind of basketball, right? You still have a basketball, you still have a hoop and you're dunking dunks happen in games. You're, you're just doing really sick dunks. Right. But like, longest throw like that doesn't you know it'd be like you know it's like hey we're gonna have a shooting competition from the other free throw line even that would be better from the opposite free throw even that would be better in the nba because again everything's all packed in tighter they just need to fucking scrap the fucking the whole fucking thing yeah there's there's no variation of playing the game in between the lines that's going to be entertaining no it's not going to happen there's no you know the college overtime thing. It's still going to be you know. Let's not let, lay some dude out. Let you know, the players' play. wives play. Let from the Super Bowl teams, lingerie the players, bowl. The players' wives fucking get out there and they fucking in full pads. The yeah, you, you seem to have them playing other sports. That that's just what the Pro Bowl needs to be. Yeah, like have them do a home run derby. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You just kind of take the other. Other cool things from other sports, like, like yeah, like home run derby, slam dunk contest. Have them get on skates. I think the races are cool, like the sprints. Even though, what's his name, Tyreek Hill didn't wasn't even trying. Yeah, have um, them drive NASCAR. Like, <laughs> but it these guys matter. Just don't these make guys them are, play football. These guys are so into self preservation that exactly, even a race, Tyreek Hill's not going full full. Dude, have him have him do a long drive contest. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. Let, have him play golf. Let's just, yeah, just no fuck it. Just make it a golf tournament. <laughs> they're all mic'd up and they're all just fucking talking shit to each other. And you get the booze fucking flowing. And yeah. maybe Alvin Kamara fucking punches somebody. Maybe a oh. fan. Who knows? <laughs> like, let's see him play beer pong. Cornhole. Did you guys see my story beer the other fest. day? Did you guys see my story on beer my Olympics. personal the other day? With the Which fucking one? beer pong game at Chuck E. Cheese? No. No. Oh, my God. They've got a beer pong game for, like, a oh, beer pong kids. arcade game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For kids. I did see that. No story. way. Yeah. It's amazing. Teach them young. Yeah. I'm going to win a car. <laughs> um, I'm going to send to the group just if i can find it quickly but yeah it's absolutely here it is there you go doug um 
Oh, yeah, no, yeah, but, uh, yes, have them play drinking games, fucking beer dice and beer pong and fucking slosh ball. Oh my S- god, slosh ball. Slosh ball, would be, that's the answer. That's it right there. Slosh ball. I'm not sure you could me. do the, you know, you could do the slip and slide into fucking third um, or home or whichever, wherever you put your slip and slide just because, you know, ACL injuries and whatnot, but like, you know. But it, but can, it's got to it's got to be something where these guys will actually try and and I don't think you're getting football players to try anything. You got it, and because yeah, because strapping on the pads and beating the shit out of each other for basically no money, right. and at great personal, um, and financial risk to their own careers. Right. It's like did did Sean Taylor ruin this, the Pro Bowl? I mean, <laughs> that was awesome. There's nothing wrong with that clip, as far as I'm concerned. Like the Pro Bowl used to be good. Like I, I mean, these guys, these guys wanted to go out and compete, and it was and it was amazing, right? But that's just it's a different mentality. It's a just it's a different different world. Money, there's way more money on the line, and everybody knows now. They're smarter. You right? You can't. You know, it's like in a pre CTE world. Going out for one extra game, fuck it, let's go put on a show for the fans. In a post-CTE world, it's, man, like, I'm not supposed to be doing this anyways. Like, this shit's bad for my health when it means something. But you want me out here fucking around for fucking, just so your fucking TV contract fucking, you know, gets spruced up a little bit? Man, fuck you. I'm, 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 I'm okay with them saying fuck you. I don't need the Pro Bowl in my life. And nobody yeah. who's listening to this podcast does either. You will not miss it. Turn it into a fucking drinking game competition. And the same, um, you know, I've seen a lot of the, let's make the two worst teams play each other for the first pick. Like, those players don't want to play that game. Right. <laughs> That's no. dumber. That's dumber than the Pro Bowl. They don't give a shit. You know, you think, you know, if you're... You know, if you're the quarterback of the worst team, you think you're going to want to win that game, so they draft somebody to replace you, <laughs> right? Like, Fuck uh, no. what, what if they fired the coach? Right, right. Like the the two worst teams, like usually the coach gets fired. What if they fired the coach? Right, who's coaching that fucking team? All those assistant coaches might have already moved on by now. They're fucking coaching the other teams. It is that's a dumber idea than actually having the Pro Bowl. Because you're you're basically getting these poor bastards. They get done with a 17-game season, probably soon to be 18-game season in the next 10 years. And then you're going to give them a month off and then be like, hey, oh, by the way, you you got to go out here and do this one more time, just once, and then you get six months off. Every single one of them would be like, dude, my back hurts. I'm good. You'd... You might as well play flag football for that one. Yeah, I think if they do go to an 18-game schedule, maybe they follow uh, the other major sports and put put the uh, all-star, whatever it is, in the middle of the season. Yeah, have a nice give them a break. break. Yeah. And make it a fucking, you know. Then they're definitely just... not going to do anything, but yeah. Yeah, but you, you just do the, you know, the fun stuff. They're at least in shape, right, when yeah. that comes around. The season hasn't beat them to shit, um, but now you're taking your best, your best ticket draws, and like nobody's getting hurt in the fucking NBA All Star game. 
Nobody's nope. getting hurt in the, in the baseball all-star game. Well, because, because, well, both of those games are games that you can play. You can still play the game without, you know, going full speed and have fun at it. Like the right. basketball all-star game is fun because these guys are just, you know, not playing defense and it's just scoring and it's, it's everything everybody wants to see out of basketball. The, the problem with football they, is the they second usually turn it on and later in the game. Too they, in fixed the it, they fixed it the last couple of years with like their, their, um, the, the way they've like, it's like race to 24 in the final. It's like, anyway, they, they fixed it. And it was like, they've started getting competitive because the players, I think had the same, the players kind of like sat down and were like, cause the NBA thing was going through the same thing. It was like, Oh, this is fucking impossible to watch. They're just out there fucking around. They changed the format of the way they kept score and that heightened the intensity of the game. And then some of the other players kind of took it on themselves. Like, no, 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 we're going to fucking, we're going to win. And then you got, you got, you know, LeBron and Curry, like drafting the teams. Like they've made that a little more interesting. Yeah, they have. The second you, the second you take the violence out of football, it does not become. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's what it is. That's fun. Um, my only suggestion is if you're going to keep if you're going to keep it to be football, I would just I would make it college football OT rules and make them play to sixty or some shit, and then call it a day. That was it. That way you're not running all over the fucking field. You're just fucking. It's just small confines, and um, maybe you get a hit or two. Maybe you know you gin up some fucking. Uh, um, you know, competitive juices going against the same guys, and the you know maybe you can get there with that. But like to me, that's about the only. You got to manufacture some intensity, otherwise it stops being football. Yeah, tough situation. Um. All right, Brian Flores suing the league. We just got done with the the off-season coaching hires. Uh, um, Mike McDaniel, who I just found out was biracial, um, was the first minority hire this go-around. Lovey Smith, um, breaking late, um, just out of nowhere, overtakes Josh McCown and Brian Flores to win the Texans job. Um, but, uh, I mean, the Brian Flores thing is the biggest is the biggest news. Um, and with that, like there is, I mean, there's a problem with how everything is working. And there's always been a problem in football. I mean, like they didn't, we didn't get a black NFL coach until 1989. Like that's like the first black head coach didn't actually live to see the second. The first black one was in like 1920. He died in 1986. Then the actual first one in the modern era was 1989. That was Art Shell. Like the league's got an issue. Um, and it's not like there's been a crazy amount of fucking owner turnover and things like that. There's a lot of the same guys still in the fucking, you know, still, still in charge. Like it's still, some of that old boy stuff. The good old boys. The good old boy network. Um but there's there's a, there's a there's a couple things that I was thinking cuz like 
there's the part of the problem is um, you've got not a lot of minority coaches that are basically that run offenses that are quarterbacks coaches and things like that. Um, and that is a trickle down effect of the whole, like even fucking Bill Polian, like when Lamar Jackson was coming out, was like, turn him into a wide receiver. It's like putting your best athletes at wide receiver and running back and cornerback and these other positions. Um, and so it's like black players have been pushed away from the quarterback position. And then when you're looking to, it's like, who are you going to turn into a quarterback coach? There's a reason Ken Dorsey, dopey ass Ken Dorsey is a fucking offensive coordinator. Now it's because he was a quarterback turned into it. He was a quarterback in college, a shitty quarterback in the NFL, got into coaching quarterbacks, worked his way up. Now he's the, I think he's the offensive coordinator in fucking Buffalo. Yeah. Same with yeah. Kevin O'Connell. He was and they, they only promoted him there. So they only promoted him there. So he didn't go to the Giants because he was next. Right. And so it's like, it's that type. So it's like when you, when you, when you've got multiple levels of football pushing players out of that position, and then you're sitting there wondering, like, hey, why, why aren't there more guys that are, you know, yeah. calling plays and, and doing these types of things? It's like that, that's, should be fairly obvious. Um, but there's there's one other thing. So in the last like 10 years, 15 years, this whole concept of internships and unpaid internships in like corporate in the corporate world has gotten turned on its head. Like it is severely frowned upon now to offer unpaid internships. Um, and Brian Dable, I think it was Dable was talking about how when he got like his first job under Belichick, Belichick was basically like, it's two grand a month and you work as many hours as I need you to. It's like basically fucking an intern. It's like basically an internship. You're like, it's like go support yourself on $24,000 a year anywhere in the world and anywhere in the country. It's not fucking happening. And when you do that, you restrict the, applicants to those jobs to people that can support them that don't need the money to do the job or the incredibly driven i mean that that's how that's how you know that's that's a restaurant story that's how chefs and everybody else comes up they they're impoverished for a decade right they live on floors and and eat free food right but it's like it's you've that's a it's that's a relic. A, it's, it doesn't it's, work it's not, that it's way. It's a relic, right? It's it's a relic, right? Right. It's, it's a perfect word for it. Is like we know what we know what the world is is like now, right? And it's like you got healthcare bills and fucking you got to you still need a cell phone and a car and all this other shit. It's like you can't get by on fucking twelve bucks an hour, um, and or or you know six dollars an hour if you're working eighteen hours a day like these guys are. So it's like, I think if they were to get rid of those types of, like, may if they made minimum wage for an NFL coach seventy grand a year, you would end up with a less affluent, you know, because they've got all these like, uh, um, 
uh, was it uh, quality control coaches, right? And that's like how Shanahan got his start. That's how McVeigh, McDaniel, T- Zach Taylor, all these guys got their start doing those bare minimum entry level jobs. I mean, one of the things that that endeared Harbaugh to Al Davis was like Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, former NFL quarterback Jim Harbaugh went and did that job for a while. Like you talk about Trevor, you talk about like being incredibly driven. Harbaugh's a psychopath. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll I'll add him to the 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 conversation here when we get to the Vikings. Like the Vikings somehow didn't hire Jim Harbaugh, which fucking insane to me. Yeah. Um, but like you end up with did he actually want that job though? Yeah, he the the story is like he showed up as he should have going like all right, are we basically just here to talk numbers and make sure that like the he was prepared to show up and be like hey, here's what really happened in San Francisco and here's where I could be better and you know, a little bit of like, you know, here's my analysis of Kirk Cousins but um, I don't know if you guys know, but I went to three straight NFC championship games and you guys probably should fucking hire me like right now. Don't let me fucking pick up the phone and call Michigan. Um, and the Vikings went into that interview apparently with like, uh, all right, let's go over your entire plan for the organization. And basically they just kind of looked at each other and were like, this is what neither of us expected. And Harbaugh was like, I'm the fuck out of here. Like the Vikings fucking blew that, as far as I'm concerned. And he wanted nine million a year, right? Fucking worth it. Who gives a shit? There's no salary cap on fucking on coaches. Um, I mean Harbaugh, he he's turned around every fucking team he's fucking touched. He hasn't fucking won championships and everything else, but every team he's touched has gotten better the year he gets there. Like you, the Vikings could have had the. I mean, like, legitimately. I mean, who would who would you rather have as a coach, Lafleur or Harbaugh? Would Harbaugh have been the best coach in that division? Arguably. I'm incredibly biased on this. I mean, Harbaugh uh, made it to a Super Bowl. Lafleur's got a cheat code with Rodgers. Let's see how he does without Rodgers. Right. Right. So it's like, yeah. All of a sudden, the Vikings would have had the best coach in the division and the best quarterback if Rodgers isn't there. Yeah, and they fumbled that. And yeah, the their new GM who they got from the Browns, the Vikings, uh, who worked with Harbaugh and the Niners. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I thought he it was kind of a done deal. Well, but, D'Amico uh, D'Amico Ryan's pulled out. Like basically, as soon as Harbaugh like starts sniffing around the fucking Vikings thing, D'Amico Ryan's is like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm just gonna go back to San Francisco. Leave me alone. Um, and uh, um. And 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 that sh- every, the writing on the walls was just like why wouldn't they fucking if Harbaugh's even on a plane to go to Minnesota, how do you let him leave? Ah, I just I don't get it. Well, yeah, I mean that tells you what you need to know about the organization, right? Yeah. And maybe it just yeah. wasn't a, maybe it just wasn't a good mix. You know, maybe there's the egos clashed at the meeting. You know. I mean, that's, that's, I don't know if it was like the way it was, the way what I read was kind of, it wasn't so much an egos clashing as both sides were kind of like, 
not miffed. Like, there's no bad blood, apparently, but they both sides were expecting the other one to try harder. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Like, Harbaugh showed up and was like, all right, fucking pitch me. Why should I fucking give up my, you know, yeah, my dream job for this fucking thing and wear purple for the next five years? Um, and, right. uh, and the Vikings were like, tell us why you want to coach Kirk Cousins. And, um, <laughs> And and they, I think they just got into a staring contest. Well, Harbaugh shows like, up and goes, "All right, so we're getting rid of Cousins, right?" And they're like, I, "No, forty-five million dollar cap hit. We're not getting rid of him this year." Yeah, I so I mean, Harbaugh didn't want to get rid of Alex Smith. I can't imagine he'd want to get rid of Cousins. Um, Harbaugh coaching Cousins would have been terrible for the Cousins curse. Yeah, yeah, that would have been its big. That would have been its greatest challenge. Yeah, not Aaron Rodgers. Jim Harbaugh, fucking Jim Harbaugh ripping off thirteen wins with with uh, Kirk Cousins, and I'm just sitting there going, "Oh my god, who can? Who am I rooting for in the Super Bowl now, <coughs> or in the playoffs?" Um. Okay, so anyway, so um, going back to like the quality control stuff, like with the with developing, like in terms of like developing a pipeline of like young minority coaches. Uh, here's another thing. The Rooney rule does not mention black people. It doesn't mention black coaches. It just says minorities. That's why Robert Sala qualifies. That's why Ron Rivera qualifies. That's why fucking Mike McDaniel qualifies, even though he and I basically <laughs> the exact same fucking skin tone. Um, but uh, so, so we're so there's six minority coaches now, right? Five. Yeah, Rivera, Sala, Tomlin, McDaniel, and Lovey. I think those are the five. I thought there was one more. I thought there was four going in. I mean, the whole Flores thing. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not getting jobs because of what he's doing. He was getting a job, hundred percent. Like, who is not hiring him? And it feels like because, you know, he's doing what he's doing, that is now preventing him from getting a job. Well, it's like the, the Broncos passed on him, right? Well, no, like no, nobody likes a whistleblower, right? That, that's basically what he is. He he named those guys after the fact. Right. right? Like they'd already hired right. Hackett. The Giants had already hired Dable. Right. Um, but just like any other organization, you know, large, big business corporation, they don't like people like that. They don't like people who doesn't don't keep it in the you know, keep it at home, keep it within the family kind of shit, which so is did, you know can, can be some you know there's a there's an element of toxicity to that, but once you move up in the world, you realize that. Then this is where the Texans could end up getting fucked because if there's a, if, so what I was reading that like yeah that, that was that there, like it's official a, it's statement? illegal it's illegal to discriminate against whistleblowers like that and so if there's right. a paper trail of the texan saying we're not fucking hiring the whistleblower then all of a sudden like there's yeah. you know the he he might have a tough case to prove with the well, giants that, right and he might have well, a tough it's case not even that but it, but it's also it's also the the being paid to lose thing and and which is which is you know how a couple of people have turned around on so it's it's not just like Hey, I'm making a stand against this. This is bullshit, and I want to bring it to light because what the fuck is going on? It's more than that. 
and it's exposing. And every one of these people have skeletons. Every one of these teams have skeletons. Oh, every sure. big business has skeletons. That's how they operate. Like there's nothing, there's nobody clean out there. And when you have somebody that's just going to expose stuff, you know, for the hell of it. And this was why Miami, you know, apparently got rid of him too. Cause he was, he just ruffled feathers everywhere he went. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the way he tells it, right. He, he won too many games and, right. and the owner was pissed off about that. And then, you know, he's sitting there going like, I wanted fucking yeah. Herbert. They picked and, Tua. Right. You know? and, and, and regardless of that, he doesn't fall in line. And, but like, there, I mean, there are like, certain organizations that don't want a coach to fall in line that that want to hire them and and you know tool them and give them the biggest you know chance the best chance to win, but you're forgetting who these owners are and these are billionaire egomaniacs. Those are people who think they know everything, yeah. And they treat they treat the football business just like they treat their you know fucking steel business, whatever the right. fuck they may be doing. Right? Yeah. People of that success, people of that stature believe that whatever they do most of them i should say i can't i can't speak in totality but the majority of them believe they are experts at most things that business is business is business is business yeah the if i'm an expert in one thing that means if i'm rich right. if i'm rich at right. one thing then i'm an expert at everything else yeah. right and and the really good ones typically you know and this is what this is operates for businesses and partnerships as well you find people know what you what know what you don't know and find people that do right Right. And that that's a that's typically a healthy organization. But you're talking about a very elite group of people who own these teams. And that kind of wealth, there isn't any quality there. There isn't that's that's not the world, the way the world operates. And I get it. I, I get the exposure because there's certain there's so many things you go, what the fuck? Why aren't these guys being hired? Right. Flores, to me, it's obvious why he's not being hired because he's a fucking pain in the ass. That's what he seems like. And and not because he's calling out racism and not because he's, you know, you know, calling out the injustice and, and, and you know, the maybe the backroom conversations about losing games and, and tanking and things like that, just because he just doesn't fall in line. Well, I mean, he he seems like a guy that uh, a, a, a he's coming off as a, you know, a principled guy like he didn't have to fucking file this lawsuit he was go he was probably going to get another job at some point definitely right but now he the definitely part is tough right because like and i just i i, I put a couple of guys on here jim caldwell right he's got a better winning percentage than mike shanahan right. well, but, he but wants not, not to mention not to mention the rumors were sorry to cut you off not to mention the rumors were that he was a package deal with the sean watson Right. And Rich. and there aren't a lot of teams that want that. Yes. I mean, you know, they have to consider it because he's such a talent. But do they want that headache? And do they want those two people as a, you know, as a, as a, as a, you know, just like players in the NBA kind of designing their own teams and, and, and fucking with, with owners and, and things like that. Do you now have something like that with coaching and, and, and a quarterback and especially a quarterback like that? That doesn't, that does that's not a positive. So, okay, so let's, I just want to kind of like talk about the, in your, I hadn't thought about the the pairing with Deshaun Watson as being like, oh, okay, do we want, like, if he's going to insist on this, do we really want it? Like, okay, I can, I can, I can hear on that. But like the, when you and I say, and, and, 
when you and I say, and I'll include Doug in here as well, I don't think Doug's not saying it, but like we would expect Brian Flores to get a fucking job. Like, of course, he's, he's he was one A. He was he was on top that of the team list. Sucks. Yeah. Right. That team sucked before he got there. Yeah. Um, and the, but if you're him, right, and you look at Jim Caldwell, who's got a better winning percentage than Mike Shanahan, wants to coach doesn't have a job got fired after two playoff appearances and a winning record in detroit of all fucking places has out of all uh, matt stafford he's in the super bowl you guys might have heard um he averaged nine wins a season with jim caldwell he averages four and a half wins a season with every other coach he's ever had other than mcveigh like the 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 difference is that dramatic between what Stafford was under under Caldwell and what the lines were under Caldwell and, and what they were under other people. Um, Marvin Lewis, he's got a higher winning percentage than John Gruden. He did 15 years with the fucking Bengals and took them. They were a perennial playoff team that didn't win. But what, are, per- what are we? But there's there's got to be, and, and maybe I'm fighting it. And I've said this to you, you know, via DM. Maybe I'm just naive, but I well, hold don't. On, let me give me just, give me give yeah. me just two seconds. So then you've got Lovey Smith, who granted just got the job, right? But like Lovey Smith and Dan Quinn have the exact same winning percentage. They've both lost a Super Bowl, but Dan Quinn got interviews or interview requests from the Giants, Broncos, Vikings, Bears, Jags, and Dolphins. Lovey Smith only got hired. After it got down to Brian Flores or Josh McCown, who both guys are probably you, you like you can't, I, I just can't imagine the Texans actually pulling the trigger on Brian Flores. Like kind of to your point, Trevor, it's like they're going to figure out a way to not hire the whistleblower. Hopefully, like yeah, that definitely that that, fucking team, right? And like you know that fucking team of the owner had just come out like with some fucking xenophobic fucking anti fucking Asian comments or using some Asian slurs in the last year. Like, you know, not exactly the, the, the most upstanding guy there. Um, but like if you're Brian Flores and you're looking at those three coaches going, am I, am I certain to get a job? Like, right. Am for, I yeah, certain? For, for where he's, yeah, he should be the bell of the ball and he's not. And 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 it's like if if these guys can't get a job, what guarantees me that I will? Right, right. Yeah, yeah I, and, think, I think you people. Yeah, I just think he prematurely did that. And so why wouldn't the, and, and then so the Texans go and especially if there's that you know unless of course they're trying to get rid of Deshaun Watson, um, you know why bring in the guy who has the relationship with him? Right, like it's just you know it's um the NFL has an issue with, I think there's, there's an aspect of there. there, There's dude, there's probably some fucking like leftover fucking Kaepernick shit. That's that's in here. Um, There's like to your earlier point, it's like, these guys don't like being pushed around. Like you don't get to billionaire status by just fucking being like told what to do. You absolutely do not. You have a room, you have, you're surrounded by people who tell you yes. Well, or, or you might be the smartest yeah. person in the room for the room that you're that you were in, right? Right. You right. get to that point where you've got so much money, you it's literally fuck you money. And when somebody fucking 
you're not going to let somebody piss on your leg. No, and and to be a coach, you need to be an absolute alpha. And to be an, you know, to be a successful leader of men in that way, you have to be an alpha, especially with professional athletes, especially with professional football players. And those, those personalities don't always, you know, see eye to eye. Yeah. So I just, I get, I get why Brian Flores might've gotten to gotten the text from Belichick. Uh, you know, on accident or not. Yeah, um, that, that that could have put him on tilt a bit, I think. Got, 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 <laughs> yeah. Gotten got the text from Belichick, right? And been like, I'm about to get Jim Caldwell. I'm about to get Marvin Lewis. I'm about to get Lovey Smith, right? Yeah, here it is and, again. Here it is again. It's happening. And, and, and maybe expecting it, right? That's got to be in the back of the head. You know, of course, why wouldn't it be in the head of every black coach there is? Right. They're, they're going to yeah, like, Am I not getting hired because I'm black? And he pulled that trigger quickly. They're going to do me the same way that they did, you know, they did Lovey, that they did Jim Caldwell. Right. Like, because here's the other thing. Let me just, here, I'd fucking put this in my notes app for a second. Let me just rattle off a bunch of fucking white coaches that have gotten multiple coaching gigs. Doug Marone, Adam Gaze, Pat Shermer, Mike Malarkey, Rex Ryan, Chip Kelly, Ken Wisenhunt, Norv Turner, Eric Mangini, uh, Josh McDaniels just got his second, Dick Jerron, Dom Capers, Dennis Erickson, Bruce Coslett. Um, all of those guys have had losing records when they got their second job. Right. And you've got so Guys why like, why is that right? Why is why is that? And that's the best, you know, Venn diagram, I guess, if you will, of, of why why are these guys getting jobs and the enemy is not, left which is not, uh, like Flores is not. How the how the Doesn't Jaguars it, uh, pick fucking not left which? <laughs> how the Jaguars fucked up the left which thing is is. Like you, you what better? What better guy to come in there? You how is there a better? Yeah. How is there a better thing? And, right. and and you've got an excuse to fire fucking Trent Balky. Any chance you have to fire Trent Balky, you fucking take it. Anyways, I think um, there's 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 layers to it, right? Yeah. That's also my. I mean, I mean they're all that's a minority owned all, team too. Yeah, but I mean the majority of these owners are all white guys, and all right. these he owners not, are hiring to... white executives and managers, and sure. Those white executives and managers are hiring white coaches, um, so that's what it is. So there's there's layers to it. It's on it's on every level of it. It's but how, how can there not level. be it's also there... the executive level? And there's like psychological studies done. People hire people that look like themselves. Um, yeah. Yes, but 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 in predominant, but 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 wouldn't there be somebody that's a, a relatively younger and forward thinking executive that is that is now happening all over the place? These guys who are in their thirties getting these, these giant jobs, aren't they a little more forward thinking than that? And not, and not thinking, look at, look, look at these coaches that have these great relationships with players and look at how they lead people. Wouldn't you want someone who, who maybe these, these, these players are going to associate more with an ex player, an ex player that looks like them. Yeah. How, How does, how does that not, that applies in every business. How is that logic not applying in football? And that's where I guess I'm, I'm being naive because I'm saying how, how are they not thinking this way? Because it's, yeah, I, it's, I would I would love to see how Eric Bieniemy interviews because I don't get that one. And and maybe and, maybe it's a bad interview. Maybe 
maybe these guys are going in there thinking I'm not getting hired because I'm black. I mean, who, right? but like for B enemy, right? At what point? It's a self, like, yeah, like at, maybe at it's what, a self-fulfilling prophecy situation. I'm not yeah. trying to deflect from it, but it's like, I, I feel like there's got to be a better answer what, than, no, I than, mean, like, than just at, pure at what racism. Point, at what point does, so here's the thing. You'll, they'll never prove that it's racism, right? But, and this is the difference between like bigotry. Sure. Right. Right, and, so, right. It's not 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 blatant racism, but and but. something that's systematized, right? Like they're not like it's not like Eric Bieni walked into the Saints fucking uh, interview and they're like they started fucking calling him slurs and like doing all sorts of shit, and then sure. it's like, oh, get out of get out of here, right. you know? Country. We're not hiring you. We're not hiring your kind anyway. Like that's <laughs> that's not what happened, right. right? Is there a prejudice, right? But is there? And this is where this is where the systemic stuff, like, so it's like. The, when people are like talk about systemic racism, the way I always think about it is like, okay, what are the structural things like the 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 intern, like the fucking the 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 graduate assistants and the fucking the cheap labor, right? That like who can who is going who is most likely going to take those jobs? It's going to be people that have family money because they can use daddy's credit card while they're making two grand working for bill Belichick and daddy's sure. going to fucking daddy's going to take care of them because they're their dream working for fucking bill Belichick or ex players. Like, and, they, and they do it like, you know, like people who are like young underpaid people, they live together and they, they slum it for a bit. Right. But like, you don't, you don't need like the ex player path is, is tough because like you've got, You've got to be a bad ex player to, to be young or be or get hurt. To, to you've got to be a bad ex player. You've got to be Ken Dorsey, right? To that so so for Ken Dorsey, right? First you've got to be um first so in Ken Dorsey's case, if this if if was, first you'd have to be a black quarterback, right? Which is something that a lot of people just still don't think is the you know the the, the there a lot well, of people just don't think that it's it's well there is a guy who fits this and that's Byron Leftwich. Right. So it's a bit like Leftwich was like a as a borderline star. Right. Right? Like which is even more rare, right? But right. for like for Dorsey, right? You got to be first you got to be black, then you've got to be bad to the point where you wash out early enough to catch on with a team like and be a, be the quarterback's coach, right? And then work your way up through different organizations. Um, that's but there's, I mean, there's plenty of guys that just couldn't hack it in the NFL and say, you know, I'm going to stop trying this and I'm going to I'm going to take a different path. Yeah, there's no better transition to being a coach than being a backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, that's literally a, it's a that's coaching all job. All you do is you're yeah. getting the starter prepared. Yeah, right. And you're already so it's, and, it's and, a, and that's like often, the most natural of you know most natural of progressions I think is that backup quarterback. So I, that's why I like Orlovsky. Like that guy stunk, but I love watching him break down tape and stuff. And how often do you see black backup quarterbacks? Not sure. a lot. Right. So if that's the path, then you, but you still, and you still have, but you're seeing way more of them now. You, you're seeing starters. Way more seeing, of them now. You're seeing you're so not. many in college right now. You're seeing, and the end of the past couple of years, like this, uh, it, it we might we might be on the on the precipice. On the this might be like uh, we this might be one of those that gets darkest before the dawn thing, right? And like, but 
I mean, there's, there's one last thing here. Cause in the middle of like that, I was telling that Elway story earlier, but like I, I had to go back and I was like, why did Elway fucking, you know, it, I, I came across a page that just shows the vote totals for every single award. And I got to 1990 and um, for whatever reason, I scrolled down. Cause I was like, I was re- interested in like how many, like, there was like one, there was one year where like 15 different defensive players were nominated for defensive player of the year. It was like wild. Like, and the winner had like 15% of the vote. Um, but I scrolled all the way down and got to coach of the year. And it was Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson won coach of the year in 1990. He went seven and nine. It is the only time in history that a coach has had a losing record and won that award. What's the um, context, right? Like what, what, what was going on what with was, the team? What, what the was the record the season before? It was one in 15, right? Right. So what was right. the Raiders? What was the Raiders record the year before? I, don't, I didn't look at the Raiders one, but it was Archell was 12 and four and was the AFC. Um, he was the AFC coach of the year. But he didn't win the he didn't win the the total thing. Now that's that's not an NFL structural thing, right? Because the writers vote on that. But that was just that that in the context of everything else we're talking about, like that just was like, man, they it's it's easy to look at that and go like, man, they really figured out any way they could not to give Archell his fucking award that year. Like they get the one time in history. It's also the Raiders. What's up? It's also the Raiders. Well, but I mean, it's like, and so that's, that could be part of it too, which is like, hey, Al Davis has been sticking his fucking thumb in the leagues and the league, you know, maybe the league leaned on the fucking reporters because they've, you know, they'll do that. Yeah. Um, Especially in the 90s. And um, yeah, maybe maybe the league leaned on the reporters and was like, you know, um, hey, let's give it to Jerry Jones leaned on the reporters. Who knows? But like that was just that was interesting to me that like at twelve and four, um, like the one time because teams have gone from one and fifteen to seven and nine. You'd expect teams to because it's it's a sure. parity league, right? You're right. supposed to. But were they with did the Raiders have a stack team before? Like I know nothing of that history around that time with those teams. And were the Raiders good? And he took over a good team and just uh, continued, right? But yeah, I mean, I mean, Al Davis was a thorn in the side. Al Davis was the first like you know, rebel owner. He was an outsider. Yeah. He was always two in the league and all sorts of shit. Yeah. So that probably reflected more on him than it did on the coach, but sure. But right. There's, there's, these they were seven players. and nine in 1988. The Raiders were seven and nine. No, seven and nine to 12 and four. I mean, that's third. They finished oh. third in the AFC West division that year. Seven and nine. Mike Shanahan was the coach. So seven and five. Did he take over mid season or something or no? He must have taken over midseason for Shanahan, because because he was seven and because f- Art Shell was seven and five in eighty nine. So I think yeah. Shanahan must have coached four games that season. Yeah, maybe. But like Arch Art Shell, here's another one. Art Shell had a five. Art Shell was. Yeah, Mike 15. Shanahan one and three. Art yeah, Shell, uh, seven and five in eighty nine. The um Archell was fifty-four and thirty-eight as an NFL coach. That is a monster record. And 
got fired in 94 and never got another job. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I think that for, for it's the, it's the, and then you've got David Cully fired after one year, Steve Wilkes fired after one year. Like you just don't see that with white coaches. You don't see him get active yeah. after one year. Like Jim Tom Sula, fine. Wait, I, Kelly, I, I fine. can, I can name a team that's gotten rid of a bunch of white coaches lately. Right. But like they give him a couple years. Like McAdoo even got what two years? He got two, but I Judge got one. It's it's wasn't Judge Joe got, Judge like the least experienced like two or three. coach to ever get a head coaching job? Something like that. Anyways, it's just like there's there's something broken in there. There's not a gr- like there's not a great like they're never gonna put a quota in there. Um the it's but from the from the black coaches perspectives it's and black, probably the black players perspectives as well. The, the what's out there is like, okay, you want us to go out there and beat our heads against each other. Yeah. But yeah. You don't think we're smart enough to run a team. And, and, and that, it, it was interesting because Lewis Riddick, the day, you know, the, the, the day after Flores thing, uh, Scott Van Pelt talked to him about it, and he was as he's like, I've never experienced anything like that, but there's a reason why I'm not, you know, I, I still want I want to be one of those executives. I want to be a coach. I want to be a I want to be a GM, and there's a reason why I'm not, and I'm I don't know what that is. But he's really he's really good about the way he delivered it because he wasn't accusatory whatsoever, and he did say I've never experienced any of these things, but. We need to see more. You know, we need to yeah. see more people in those positions. It's 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 that like, hey, we're good enough to play, but you don't think we're good enough to to think our way through the game, right? And that's I think that's the thing more than anything that is like that the quick hooks, the lack of second chances, like it. There's when you dive into stuff like this, it's like, dude, why are Adam Gay? Why is Adam Gaze getting a second shot and Marvin Lewis isn't? Well, yeah. I mean, but but you know this too—the way people manage up and the way people interview well, right? And 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 Doug, to what you're saying, people you know hire people and are more comfortable people that 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 look like them. When you're when these guys are in the room with a black coach, maybe he's delivering he's delivering things differently. He's he has a different attitude about him that they're not used to, and to them that may be just they don't like it. I mean that I mean but that's that's a that's a that's explaining the problem though. Right? Like sure. What do you guys that, think of that, the what do you guys think of the Rooney rule? Do you think it's, I don't think it's working? No, it's not. <laughs> it's and sure it's shit not working. Right. Um, it's, it's just like affirmative action think, in a way where it's 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 not the answer. It's not an equitable answer. You're forcing people to do it and to, to Flores's argument, they did yeah, they did bring it the Dayball was their guy from from the from the jump, but they have but they have to do interviews, and they so have they, to interview a certain amount of of um, minority coaches. So they have to bring him in. So these guys are, these guys are being danced around even more and getting more interviews that they don't that they may not even be considered to be because of this rule, which is so that, less so the, equitable. the The argument there is that okay, when you do that, these owners talk. And if you impress one, maybe like 
you know, you're, you're building up some, you're building relationships and all this other shit, but it's obviously not turning into anything. No. Right? And, 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 and if like, anything, it's, if anything, they're there because they're forced to be there, not because they're being considered for the job. And, and, and that starts having an effect on hiring managers, on, on people who are doing the hiring. That this well, person's actually not here because they're qualified. I just need to do this. Well, so that's so then here's the here's the and maybe this will be the last thing we say on this, or maybe it's not. Um, I've seen in the comments a bunch of people talking about like, let's just like, can it just be about merit? Yeah, and exactly. The the problem with merit is that the fucking NFL owners and whoever's doing these hirings are terrible at judging merit. Yeah, of They're course. Awful at it. Right. And then, you look, that... but, and then you're looking at the, 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 the trend of the Sean McVeighs and, and the young, you know, hotshot coaches that don't have the merit. They think differently. I mean, look at Moneyball, too. Same thing. They're, they're putting G, young GMs in positions that don't know baseball. They're statisticians, right? Then they're things right. like so. So there is this like alternate way of thinking and the way leagues are going. But it's, 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 and I think it follows of... the logic. And in, I, if, in... I mean, I've I've hired some people, not Joe. You've hired some people, like me too. I, you've hired <laughs> Trevor, yeah, you too. And it's not always, you know, have Hundreds. we always hired the best resume? No, I hired no. the people that I hired the people that their attitudes. I I hired the people that that, and actually, I have a in my industry, I, I have tryouts basically, right? And the way at least I like to do it is I I get people training shifts, you know, three to see if they even like the job. Yeah. And if they mesh with the team, right? You can't always do that. But I, I, I sometimes I, I hire because resumes are too. Or I don't hire someone because the resume is too much. The, they're over, um, they're overqualified people. I mean, that's not yeah. going to happen in the NFL coaching world. But well, I mean, you know, it's like it's, but it's a, it's it's the it's it's like with um, you know, with like politicians, right? Like the the more you have on record, the hard the easier you are to attack, right? Like sure. if you if you're looking at, you know, you can look at Marvin Lewis, it's like, oh, you know, never won a playoff game. So that's gonna be the reason we didn't hire him. But you know, you're not picking apart like again, I go back to that list of the fucking guys that have gotten two jobs. Adam Gaze has right. gotten two jobs and Eric Bienemy can't get one. Like how good right. and we all we all look at Adam Gaze speak and we're like how what this guy? Like Adam Gaze can't be that much better in an interview room than Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. He just, he just can't be that much better. He just I think he just knows the right yeah. things to say. He's a guy who who probably manages up manages up very well cuz the world is full of people in executive positions that just do that. They know what to say. Yeah. And I, I think and, and I think and I think if if you're if we're being honest I don't think there are enough, you know, minority people in those positions that are groomed on what to say and how to say that, right? They they got there by merit. And to them, their merit should speak for itself. But that's not the world. That's not the way the corporate executive world works. You not yeah. only have to have the merit, you yeah. have to you have to get along with, you know, you kind of have yeah. to uh, smile and nod at a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's a relationship. Those, those guys thing. did not get there where, where they are by smiling and nodding, because you know partially and and maybe in, in mostly because of you know their race and the way they had to come up in the world. Anyways, the um, it's fucking, it's all fucking super tricky. It um, is. It really is, and it's 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 frustrating yeah. because I think you know 
if we want to be uh, idealists, that everyone should just be hired on merit. It's just, it's, it's, it just goes back to that. Like there's, again, I go back to the fucking, you know, the Caldwell, the, the, the Lewis's and the, and the, um, and the, and how's, how's Biden, Biden, the, I'd, I'd and, love to know the, the left, which thing, and, why and that's the, not the enemy and left, which, right. It's like, where, how is that not happening? Yeah. It's like, where's show me where they don't have the merit, right. For everybody that's like being like jumping and up the and story the merit thing. Yeah. Talk to me about how Byron left, Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator doesn't have the merit. How Eric Bieniemy, Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator, doesn't have the isn't meritorious enough for you. Um, you know, it's like lay that out for me, paint that case. How Jim Caldwell who had a winning record with the fucking Lions. Like we're all sitting here going, like, man, Matt Stafford never had a fucking team. Yeah, he did. <laughs> He had yes, Jim he Caldwell, right? Jim Caldwell had a winning record with the Lions. Stop telling me that fucking Matthew Stafford didn't have a fucking team in fucking Detroit. Anyway, Calvin Johnson, Calvin right. Johnson, and Sue, like those were those were good teams. All right, well, this Doug, it's two thirty in the morning. We're gonna let you go. Hey, I'm good, man. How Took three naps today. Hour and a half pod. This is a monster. Um. All right, boys. Um. We'll get we'll get started on on uh, on hockey corner again when I start getting back feeling like myself. I just don't. Again, I, my life. You're, you're, you're sensitive. It's going to set you off. We just want to make sure that you. I don't have another hour. Nicely, settle in nicely. Yeah, I don't have another hour to listen to hockey corner right now. There's I, a as lot much, too. As much as I enjoy with the Olympics. It. All right, boys. Appreciate you. We'll uh, we'll do this again next Monday. Yeah. Later on. Later.